Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Organ donors and the people that get those organs. This is fascinating. Spent some time on it this morning in the Playhouse. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Here comes your podcast. Tell me about what's going on here. Hey, so we're going to go visit my boyfriend's family. Um, and my problem, my problem with this is that, you know, there's nothing wrong with them. They're very nice people, but their house is disgusting and (laughs) it really skews me out. Like, I I don't know if it's because he grew up with them that he's sort of like nose blind and just like, you know, blind to, to the mess, but I, I didn't grow up like that. And it makes me really uncomfortable to be in a space that like, could have bed bugs like it's I I do think they have bed bugs and I don't want to track whatever in his family's house back to our place and um, I'm like begging him to go and and like let's get a a hotel so that you know we we have our own space yeah I don't want to tell him that it's because of the mess. Like I'm kind of poised, like positioning it like, well, we can have our time away. Family can be a lot during the holidays, but he's just not really getting it. And I don't know how to tell him. Was he okay with bringing bed bugs back the first time? Like he's willing to roll the dice again. That's, I don't even, I think in his mind, he's so distanced from their, like mentally, he's so distant from how, honestly how like they're pigs yeah that he doesn't think that the bed bugs came from their house this guy a real mama's boy i mean is he really about mommy like he's like you said kind of nose deaf or eye blind to this whole thing but i guess when you grow up like that yeah it's like a it's like he can't even it's like he can't confront the fact that that's how he grew up yeah he doesn't it's less of a mama's boy thing and more in like he doesn't want to accept that that's how they live I'm willing to bet somebody listening has gone through something like this. So uh, usually what we do is we're going to just throw you on hold real quick, and then you'll kind of hear what other people think should be the like the right route to go. Because obviously you don't want to blow up this relationship, but you also don't want to bring bed bugs back and yeah. start your house on fire, right? Totally. All right. Uh, morning, guys. Got the playoffs with Kat and JJ. Uh, rarely does this happen that we get somebody on the radio that is talking about kind of an issue that's going on in their life. And then we get the rebuttal right away. So you heard us talk to Alexis a couple of seconds ago about uh, her boyfriend's parents' house being, uh, what did she call it, bed buggy? Well, skeeved, oh, skeeved her out a little bit. Kind of like a pigsty. And she is going again. They're going on a little vacation and they're going to they're set to stay at this house. And she's like, I don't want to go there. It makes me feel gross. And, um, yeah, this rarely happens. The boyfriend's name is Jeremy. He's on line three right now. And I, as soon as he started talking to us, he said, hold on, hold on. I, I want you to tell everybody your thoughts on this because you heard your girlfriend on the radio. Thoughts? She's totally blowing this out of proportion. Okay. Okay. This is, it's not a big deal. Like, they live next to a lake. Okay. I mean, come on. It's like... Yeah, it's going to be musky. It's going to be kind of, you know, there's going to be insects. There's going to be things, but it's not a big deal. Okay. So, well, she mentioned that she brought bed bugs back from your parents' house. You can get bed bugs anywhere. Like, how would she know that she got them from my parents' house? Um, Like, I think you should take her feelings into consideration. She's not, what's wrong with staying in a hotel? Just kind of explore it. um, We'll be spending money to stay there. Okay. Like I, I can that. stay with my parents for free. I mean, yeah, that makes good sense. And you don't when you go back to visit your parents, you don't think that any of it is a little bit disgusting at all. Like you have zero problems with it. They're clean people. Okay. 
It's just they live next to a lake. Okay, okay. I think we're not going to get anywhere here. Thank you. I appreciate you hollering back at us, Jeremy. This sounds like a guy that's just not going to feel it, right? He sounds, he sounds very upset, like that she would talk about it. Would you be thing. mad if your husband called the radio station and talked about your parents? And trashed on where they live, probably. Yeah, I can get that a little bit, I, I guess. Uh, yeah, when I heard him first say off the air, like, that was my girlfriend. that called. I was like, mm. oh, no. I, I would feel a bit upset. I don't want to be responsible for a breakup right now. You know what but I mean? maybe she just wanted to get other people's insight into what she should what do. What were your first thoughts? The first time Derek took you to his parents' place, what was your first thought? It's immaculate. You weren't good enough for it? No. Oh, I would no, think you darling, I would think you no. weren't. But like <laughs> it was um it was it's very clean and um I had no problem with it, thank God. Because and that's gotta be a tough spot too, because I have a friend whose in laws live kind of like pigs and don't vacuum and the dog's hair is everywhere and they let them poop inside and um to let her baby go over there she she had to have a talk with them what's trending what's trending trending is kelly osborne i love when the osbornes do their podcast together it's just really funny to get a glimpse inside just their daily jargon and she was talking about what she would like for the holidays. I think I've decided what I want for Christmas. What? Oh, here we go. Plastic surgery. Oh, plastic I... surgery. Yeah. Kelly, don't. Don't. Stop. Well, I just think it's it's my Wait. time. Too early. So she's lost a ton of weight. Have you seen what she looks like? No. It, uh, she's very beautiful. Um, not saying you have to lose weight to be beautiful, but she looks like a totally different person. So I'm sure maybe she has some loose skin places that she doesn't want and she wants to get a nip tuck. What I find is interesting is Sharon, who has been an advocate of plastic surgery, yeah. says no right away. Well, she considers herself like a car, like every 4,000 miles. You get a little tune up, you get a little uh, facelift. But, you know, sometimes that's out of people's price ranges. Like maybe because of lack of funds, you're not able to get what you really Osborne's want. The are going to be fine no matter for what. For the holidays. Yeah. So that's a, that's a big ask for most people out there. Not the wealthy, but the mo- most people. What is something that is out of reach for you that you would love to get, but you cannot? I want a plane. You want a plane. Want you an, want a. I want an airplane and then I'll learn how to fly it. I hate I hate driving. I hate it. I hate it so bad. I want to just be able to get in my plane and go to uh, Boston or go to Chicago okay. or go to New York. Quite a carbon footprint. To, yeah, I, I don't care about that at I all. I know you don't. I have zero cares about the carbon footprint. Wow. It's never once crossed my mind. Really? I don't care. That's like awful. And if you More care on about my it, mind than ever You right know now. why? Because there's so many other people that do. <laughs> and good. For all the things you, know, that, you can help them out. For all the things that you as a really woke person care about. Mm-hmm. and don't care about, there's probably something there that I'm I care about. I'm not super so, woke, no. but I'm thinking about my my kids' kids. My kids' kids' kids. I don't care. You should. Well, you I really don't. Should. You should quit telling me what to care about. You know what I want? I want That's what I want for Christmas. I want a, a, a closet makeover, like amazing closet makeover that includes a vanity area with one of those light-up mirrors that just gives me the best lighting ever so I can sit there and put my makeup on. That would be amazing. Not going to make it happen for myself this year, but... One of these days. But what is that out of reach idea, that gift idea that you would love? Finding out that Kat doesn't want to give a gift so bad is the fact that she's already opened up all of her Christmas presents. <laughs> and even though she had planned on us doing a gift exchange here. No, that's not true. I on really Thursday, she really needs a gift. She's jonesing so bad for a gift that don't she. Look. What do you mean don't look? I got to do the damn show here. So. 
Would it be best if I set the mood with a little bit of... Yeah. It's like we're in front of a fireplace. Well, I'm going to be super honest. My gift this year to, to you is more of a gift of hope than a gift of immediate gratification. My gift to you is a gift that I think and I'm hoping can give you a better tomorrow. <laughs> She's looking at me like, you failed me, you horrible bastard. Is it bastard. a quick trip gift card? It's not a quick trip. It's not a gift card for anything. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a hope for a better tomorrow. <laughs> here's, here's my hope, is that one day all of us can just wake up and just do what makes you happy. I'm not saying this job doesn't make you happy. It but does. no human in their right mind wakes up at 3 a.m., to feed their family without the hope that one day they won't have to wake up at 3 a.m. So. So what? So. Give me my present. Your gift is maybe what some would consider a very healthy severance. This is really thick. Merry Christmas. Is this fake money? It's like a chocolate bar with a money wrapper around it. I would never be that cruel to you. Oh, my God. Do you not want me to do the show today? This is all I'm going to be doing. I figured it, you would have it. fun doing this. Oh, my God. So I got you a mitt full of scratchers. You have because a coin? My, I don't. I don't have any money. I don't. This is why oh, I, I got you coin. scratchers because I don't have money. Oh, my God. My goal would be that you hit this big and that we'll never hear from you again starting if on I January 2nd. If I don't get second. anything, then, then what do we do? Then you're back then- tomorrow. <laughs> And if you hit big, then you should tell us all to kiss off and you should go about Great your day card, and you should sleep in until, I don't know, six, seven, eight, whatever makes you happy. Okay. We're going to go in order with yours. Okay. Uh, thank you for those. I will find out by the end of the show if yeah. I'm a gazillionaire. I, I figure you scratch all those off by the end of the year. All right. There's that. I've already texted Peyton and told him this is off limits. Oh, I got to actually unwrap it. Yep. That's great. These are these are good ones. What are my odds for some of these? They're always, I think, like one in four, aren't they, for a scratcher? Yeah. Is that it? You know what? I'm never smart enough to figure it out. I got to read the rules. And they're all the luckies. Okay. Oh, peanut butter whiskey. I yeah, I got you. Stuff. Okay. Uh, that That is the worst, though. Uh, there will always be somebody at my house that drinks almost all of this. So. There's phase two. Oh, my gosh. There's three phases. Oh God, this is okay. so generous. Yeah, I, I know. Scratchers. I know. We'll see. But, see, we'll this see. is going to lead to my decline, where my gift would hopefully lead to you having <laughs> a better tomorrow. No, so. I want you to have a great break, and I guarantee this is all you're going to be doing on your break. Oh, a smoker kit. This Do you is already cool. have one? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, uh, I really, and I don't know if you guys have ever done this. Have you ever done this at all? No. So, but I want to have one like Dueling Brews and Becker. They do this like amazing yeah. uh, smoked old fashioned, and I want to try it so badly. So my buddy Jay has one of these and brought it out to our cabin. And uh, what we did is we just sampled different smoke chips yeah. and different whiskeys for like a weekend. And it was really, really fun. So thank you. That's Close cool. your eyes for phase three. Put your hand out. Mm, All the this way. Again. There you go. You're welcome. The good stuff. The good stuff. Oh, my gosh. Gummies. Yeah, Yay. You're welcome. You. Thank you so much. Yep. Get those this out of work. Makes me good so work. happy. I don't. Is there a rule against these here? Yes. Probably. Why? Probably. You are on the, are on the radio. I would think... That radio stations be better off giving their air talent gummies. That is not true. Why not? 
because I got to find a coin. Thank you. So you're jonesing right now? I'm jonesing. Well, Merry Christmas. Thank you. This Thank is very you. generous. I'm yeah. very, very excited you're about welcome. this. Is my, I'm going to be happy about it. My family will be happy about it because I won't talk to them. You'll be uh, drunk face looking throughout uh, just Christmas. Just go downstairs, play some pool. And, Here's uh, what I think about all of you. Just a couple of seconds ago, we were talking about donors. And Ashley had called and said that, unfortunately, her aunt had passed away a little while ago and was a donor. And what they didn't let anyone know is that, uh, like a little while later, her cousin gets this letter saying, hey, I have your mother's eyes. So I wonder if it's sent through the hospital. Likely, right? Because unless you, yeah, it's all weird. Um, And then I'm so glad you called, Crystal. Uh, Tell us about the, the donor situation here and what's going on in your life. Uh, well, my sister lives in Fargo, and she got went to the doctors to get checked out and found out her heart valve was expanding. And then they sent her to the cities and found out she had a heart aneurysm. Well, they went to take care of that and found out she needed a new set of lungs. And they just did a lung transplant on her last week. Oh, and wow. So she's in the hospital in the city healing from that right now. So this wasn't, uh, uh, you know, a uh, side effect of smoking or anything like that. This was just a body's natural progression. Yeah, she doesn't smoke or drink or anything. It just randomly happened. And Crystal, she got two new lungs? Uh, yes. And do you know anything about the donor at all? Um, No, we tried to find out because the first set of lungs that she got... They went to put them in her and found out they had uh, a pneumonia and two oh. spots of cancer. Oh my so gosh! They had to they wake don't... and wake her back up, and then uh, a few days later, they ended up with another set of lungs to give her. And they checked them before putting her to sleep this time, and they were good, so they put them in. Are we all furrowing our brows, going, "They put cancerous lungs in a human body"? There's no way of screening for that earlier. That's crazy. They didn't put them in. They almost. Oh, they almost. They had her to sleep. They had her to sleep, and then they had checked the lungs, and when they put them over, they noticed that they had pneumonia and cancer spots, so they woke her back up and not didn't use those and waited for another set. Wouldn't that be the bummer? You go to sleep, you're like, oh, I'm going to get these new lungs. You wake up, and they're like, oh, by the way, you got new lungs, but they're not going to work, and we gave you cancer. I wonder how often it happens when, you know, obviously the lists are long for certain things, like maybe even kidneys is so long, I feel very bad for those people that have to wait. But I think some um, of these things your body rejects easier than the others. But how often they get those organs and they're not up to snuff you know i mean people die all day every day how long was she on the list before she got the new lungs um well she's been in the hospital for a month so it it wasn't very long and they're expecting these ones to take and uh once she kind of recovers back to hopefully a a normalish life yeah she has another three months down in the city so she's even close (sighs) to being okay to go home how old is she 32. Yeah, well, we'll be praying for life. Yeah. Thanks for sharing with us. This is interesting I stuff. I appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. It's the Playhouse with Kat and JJ. I think that is just like we, we all try and do what we can in this life, but man, I really feel like that's one of those things that you can do on your way out is mm-hmm. just to say, hey, somebody else is going to get some mileage out of this that yeah. that I couldn't. Now I get it. If you're, you know, you live to be 100, there's probably not much you can donate. Skin maybe, right? That's all right. That's Skin up to other people to decide. Uh, what would oh. be the, what would be the body part you'd want to donate the most that you think? My boobs.
<laughs> I mean, they've done me well. <laughs> they serve this. They can only well. help somebody. No, I I would say I have. I did smoke for uh, like five years. Been done smoking been, for seventeen. You're done long enough that your lungs are back to normal. They're good. And I very rarely drink. Maybe once every few months. So I would say my liver's pretty good. Um, Everything I drink on me a ton sh- of water. My kidneys are probably pretty good. Everything on me is shot. Yep. Lungs are good. Lungs are good. Kidney is probably okay. Liver's probably okay. I want to a few uh, more pints through that one yet before I give it up, though. <laughs> right, the jackpot is now at $4,000. What time Thursday? Can everybody grab that cash? 707. Are you going to lead them in the right direction? I are you going to so. be able to do it? I hope we can give away $4,000 at 707 during the live show Thursday morning. In the meantime, we got to get you back into the podcast now. Can you help me? had reached out through us uh, to us through text yesterday and I asked her if she would like to come on and kind of talk about some of the drama that's going on with one of her friends in her friend group and um, having a husband who is now 19 years sober. That's crazy. He hasn't and, had a drink in 19 no. years. And everybody in Mexico, they're like, oh my God, how many shots has he had? I'm just like, just shots a of life, Straight man. up Derek Lee juice, man. Yes, I am actually quite jealous of the energy he has and the zest for life. But um, if you're not going to drink and anybody like pushes him in that way, I get so upset. So when I read this text, I wanted Allison to kind of uh, break down what was going on. So go ahead and, and just dish what happened. My choice not to drink is not their problem. So it's like, I don't even understand why they're getting, like, giving me a hard time about it, right? It's weird. Okay, so let's let's get into the story now. You were out and you were drinking just regular, what you said, tonic water in your text. And then one of your friends took a drink. And they called you out for not drinking at the bar that they were at. In the why club. do they even care? Yeah. Why are they? That's I don't know. That's kind of a shifty friend right there. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because like if I don't want to drink, like I'm just having tonic water, then that's my choice for the night. And then she's just like giving me a hard time that like I should be having a good time with the girls and we should be like, you know, having like a girl's night out. But like if that's my way of having a girl's night out, then like that's not affecting her girl's night out. Has anybody right? ever said that you're like a wet blanket on their fun? Because obviously they didn't know until now. That's how she was acting, right? And like, it made me feel bad about the whole experience, too. It kind of like made the night bad for me because she's giving me a hard time and pressuring me to drink when I'm just like, she's like, you're just like, you're never having any fun. You're not cutting loose. Like, my way of cutting loose doesn't need to be her way of cutting loose. Yeah, obviously you have been cutting loose up until this point. I would say ditch that zero. Like, anybody that's going to give me a crap time about doing what I want to do, they're not supposed to the be. The older your life. I get, the more I realize I don't know if I want to be hung over for three days. And you if know someone I mean? isn't drinking next to me, I like I said, I could care less that, or I couldn't care less. That's not my problem. Yeah, this is odd. Let's see what everybody else thinks. We're gonna uh, kind of put you on hold and see what uh, what everybody else has to pipe up about. I'm guessing there's a bunch of people that kind of pull this same stuff. They don't want to, like, not drink, so they're doing soda or tonic water and stuff like that. So hang on a quick second. We'll see what everybody thinks, okay? Thanks. If you missed it, a couple of seconds ago, we were talking to Allison, and basically she's going through a situation where she just doesn't want to be drinking right now. She's got these friends that are kind of giving her a hard time. My choice not to drink is not their problem. So it's like I don't even understand why they're getting, like, 
give me a hard time about it, right? It's weird. So she's uh, she's with her friends, and she has a tonic water or a soda, and they're all like, you got to drink, you got to drink. I would say it's worth a conversation um, when everyone is sober and not drinking, like maybe a, a coffee date and say, hey, you know, last weekend, it really bothered me. I love hanging out with you guys and partying. I have a great time. And you didn't know until now that I've been drinking tonic water. So, you know, I would really appreciate it if you didn't. And then if they come for you again, then you kind of know. You can gauge if they're going to be good friends or not. When you guys meet new friends, is Derek outright about being sober? Do you say something? Or are most people just respective enough, respectable enough that if yeah. you guys go out for dinner and he's just having a soda that nobody really even says anything? Um, yeah, the latter. We okay. just um, we have a really good group of uh, sports families right now yeah. and when we're out it's nobody even brings it up it's not even a thing he's drinking water or a mountain dew or it's not even nobody cares i can't remember ever saying anything to anyone being like oh hey how come you're not boozing with us you know yeah. what i mean like if you're out with uh, a bunch of families and you know maybe you guys are at a tournament or something and everybody's mm-hmm. kind of sitting around in the, the lounge of the hotel i don't ever remember looking at anyone going why aren't you drinking normally if it's a group of females you're like mm. Are you pregnant? You know, oh, like, right. so normally with girls, it's a conversation like, oh, why aren't you having a, a drink? And then if they say, I'm not going to have one tonight, like I wouldn't ever question that. But people are texting in. Kayla says, I'd tell that quote friend that they can either support me or they can see themselves out of my life. And maybe that's what it comes down to it. Hmm. And then uh, Heather says, if they were real friends, they would be supportive. My husband quit drinking and I'm so proud of him. It's very, very hard. I'm sure. To watch people partake in something that you used to do, but I don't know. Jen, thoughts on this as you're hearing it all? So I've had this happen a lot. Um, unfortunately, one of my really good friends is a struggling, struggling alcoholic. Yeah. So what I do is I try to make plans that are during the day mm-hmm. so alcohol doesn't become an issue. Um, also, when I've gone out with girlfriends and I don't want to drink, it's easier for me to tell them I'm hungover from the night before, and that oh. seems socially acceptable. Yeah. Over, I don't want to drink tonight. Yeah. Um. So sometimes <laughs> I lie because I don't want to be hungover. Honestly. Right. And nobody likes being hungover, but that's it's weird that you said that. That it's almost more socially acceptable to say I'm hungover than I don't want to booze. Yeah. That's weird. It's okay to do little white lies to get yourself out of situations, you know. Uh, Hard to be sober. We're grateful for your thoughts, guys. We'll pass these along. Feeling a little festive this morning. Wanting to hook Kelly up with some amazing prizes because she's caller number 10. And what's on the agenda for today? You on your way to work or what? Uh, yeah, I am. Um, I've got a cold, so so I have to drink my coffee first. Okay, coffee, maybe a little vitamin C, and winning on the radio. Good combination. <sighs> Here's how this is going to work, Kelly. I have a bunch of really, really highly regarded Christmas songs. That cat this morning went and turned into really, really dirty, dirty songs. I had to. Your objective is to give us the right lyric. All right, so first we're going to play you what Cat has done to make it a dirty song, and then you just tell me how to clean it up, okay? Simple enough? Okay. I have, fi- I have five of these. You're a winner today if you can just get three out of five. So, for instance, here's your first dirty Christmas song. If we took the beep out of there, what would we really heard, Kelly? Uh, no, bring us some figgy pudding. Figgy pudding, nice. That's it. 
Well done. Which doesn't sound tantalizing. Well done. Uh, just to make sure that figgy pudding is the, the right terminology. There it is. Good. All right, uh, number two, Kelly. Cat went and made this dirty. Down through the chimney with good St. Nick. First comes the stock in the little now. Oh, dear Santa. Oh, uh, what are we looking for there? Um, rang the bells. Down through the chimney with good St. Nick. First comes the stock in the little now. Oh, dear Santa. Fill it Fill well. It well. Kelly. Gotta fill the stocking. All right, here's number three. You're one for one. You need two more to win this contest. Join in any reindeer games. Then one f- Christmas oh, Eve, Santa came to say. What, are, what got beeped out there? Foggy Christmas Eve. That's Join it. in any reindeer games. Then one foggy, foggy. Christmas yeah. Eve. Came to all, all right, one more makes you a winner. Listen to this great, wholesome, pure Christmas song that Cat went and made very dirty this morning. What should that be? Later we'll have some what? Pumpkin pie. Uh, you want to hear the last one just because? Sure, why not? I mean, when you're on a roll making Christmas songs really, really dirty and filthy. Somewhere you can see Somebody waits for you What are we looking for? Uh, kisser. That's Somewhere it. you can see Somebody waits for you Kisser Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 5.30 to 9 on 104.7 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.